This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Attention California residents. Gun laws are changing across the country. The recent uh, SCOTUS ruling affirms your right to carry a concealed firearm. So now, more than ever, it's critical you know your California gun laws. That's why the U.S. Concealed Carry Association exists, and to help keep responsible Americans up to date with education and training. Visit uscca.com backslash G-O-R to learn a whole lot more about California gun laws and getting your concealed carry permit. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R for the most up-to-date California gun law information act now. What's up? What's kicking, man? Got a lot of good news. Should we do intros or good news first? I don't know. Oh, yeah, you do intros. Let's do intros first. You're much better. So, all the way at the end here, we have Heather Hawk from Orange County Gun Owners, the executive director. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Fantastic. What brings you down to this uh, neck of the woods? Well, we had um, a a shoot. um, Desi from Not Me SD. Yeah. Um, She had her, uh, was her boyfriend Jamie. get right up on the mic oh, you gotta sorry. put your lips right enough. up on the mic and give it a kiss there you go all right <laughs> yeah um so desi from not me had a had an educational shoot for some of the mentors yes or yep. some of the ambassadors yep and so she let me know what was happening and asked if i wanted to come down so i came down and shot with them and had a good time desi's the best who was the instructor it was jamie jamie uh, franks mm-hmm. from top shot he's great was he was he any good did he do anything good he for anybody right <laughs> <laughs> He's such a great guy. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, Jamie. Thank you for all the support and all the generosity with your uh, with your time and your knowledge. He's just an excellent, excellent guy. Yeah, he was a really, really good. He was really enter- entertaining too. Mm-hmm. He threw some jokes in there, and we all had a really good time. Good. And then Alicia, how are you? I'm doing well. Fantastic. What are you doing for us today? I forget. Well, we're going to review the uh, the Smith and Wesson Model. That's 500. right. You're going right. to review the Smith and Wesson Model 500, which right. Action Jackson wants to purchase for his uh, everyday carry. I absolutely appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of everyday carry, big news. We're all extremely excited that AB, I'm sorry, SB 918 died. Died a miserable and horrible death. Um, did not get the votes. I know, I got to tell you, everybody was so panicked, and it was ugly. It was really, really ugly. It didn't pass. That doesn't mean it won't be back, but that means that it didn't pass, and it won't be, uh, uh, it won't be uh, for at least another year before we have to deal with this thing because uh, they're out of session. The Assembly and the State Senate are out of session. Sacramento has emptied out, and uh, they're all back in their districts trying to figure out how they can make the lives of gun owners harder. But... It is every reason in the world to celebrate that SB 918 died. And, uh, you know, this is part of the reason you don't really hear, like, San Diego County gun owners and Orange County gun owners and Inland Empire, we don't spend a lot of time talking about bills. The reason we don't spend a lot of time talking about bills is they can change on a dime. You know, they'll introduce something in January. By September or August, it's completely different. 
and it may have changed two, three times. And, you know, you, you can spend, you know, hours getting up to speed on a, on a bill and then boom, it changes and then it might not, and then it won't even pass. So there are videos and articles out there right now talking about what SB 918 is going to do and then it didn't, didn't even pass. Meanwhile, <clears throat> all that time could have been spent doing things that are, are uh, you know, uh, effective. They could have been, you know, signing folks up to become a member of an organization or teaching new shooters or, you know, all kinds of effective stuff. So we're extremely happy that 918 died. We're extremely happy that it, it's, it's not going to come back for a while. Uh, they did pass the exact same thing in, in New York, uh, exact same thing, cut and paste. But um, I'm hoping that this thing gets struck down in New York so that we never have to face uh, 918 or anything similar. So uh, anyway, very, very good. Dave, that's, there's your good news. Yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'm overly thrilled. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's, it's just a win and lose type situation. Education, education, education. Yeah, well, like I said, the New York thing, uh, I really think they're going to strike that down. I think it's going to go to court and uh, they're going to strike it down and then uh, nobody's going to be able to pass that malarkey ever again. They'll try. Oh. What do you think there, kid? You're correct. <laughs> it's, always, it's always a safe thing to say to Dave. I know. I'm going to sit next to her and kick her in the knee, get her to tell more. You must have Heather, an opinion. Heather, how many, how many people contacted you to complain and whine and panic over 918? Oh, probably a good uh, at least dozen or so that actually call, called or, or emailed about it or yeah. they kept sending information about it. And then we talked about it at the meeting a lot too. And yeah. I kind of, I told them not to panic and kind of reassured them, but there were a lot of people questioning it. I mean, truly a lot of people were, were very worried. And, and again, it was something to be worried about, but I'm, I, you know, it didn't pass. How yeah. much did you hear about it as an instructor, Alicia? Did people, people bring it up? No, actually, no. I had probably maybe two to three people. I think a lot of people kind of feel like you do. I think they're kind of a, uh, so many things are brought up, but it's not time for the chick, you know, for the sky to fall just yet. And so right. there were a few that were more mindful and that were knowledgeable and that that had awareness of it. A lot of people were not. So, the, so the other thing that people bring up a lot is they want to know where's Joe Jermisi? He hasn't been on in a while, and Joe is uh, an awesome dude and a great friend of the of the show. He's actually working on another project, so he's likely going to be back. We're going to talk to him about um, some things. There's some a lot of things that he's working on, all in the Second Amendment and and gun world. Um, but continue to check out his uh, latest writings on the SDCGO and OCGO and IEGO blog page. Um, he does a lot of writing, almost almost an article a, a week, and I really truly some of the best Second Amendment um, content on the entire internet. And I can't tell you how much we appreciate Joe. He's got a, a really cool project that he's he's working on where he's going to review historic firearms. Um, more on that later. Uh, we're going to start hearing from him at least once a month, and he's going to talk all about that and uh, love everything that uh, that he does. So the other thing that failed, by the way, was AB 1227, which was basically a tax on firearms. It was, you know, it was the equivalent of a poll tax, if you really think about but it. But that failed? It, it failed. Did. Jeez, there's a surprise. Well, it's a double whammy, right? You can't believe Sacramento didn't get a tax, I, I, an anti-gun tax. You notice I asked you again because <laughs> I thought I was losing my mind. Somebody must have been out that day. <laughs> there's not... There's not a tax hike they don't love up there. It's not an anti-gun bill they don't love up there, and then no. he's lost. No, absolutely not. Okay, is it time for the review yet? It's not time for the review yet. Come on, I want to hear the review. <laughs> well, how, how fun was it? Well, no, we're not going to do the review. See, <laughs> see, 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 see. No, no, but I'm telling you, folks, I've been telling everybody. 
You told people they, you got them for Christmas too. Well, yeah. Yeah. Those surprises make me crazy. Can't handle that. I got to let them know. Especially if it's exciting. Right? Yeah. It's always exciting. I don't want to keep, I don't want to not share. Well, it's going to be an exciting show. We have Audrey from uh, San Diego Off-Road. She's dragging you Coalition. guys out into the desert and making you clean it. <laughs> tell me that girl shouldn't be a salesman. Because <laughs> I tell you, that's going to be great. But you know how many shooters go off-road? I don't know. What do you drive again? What do I drive? Yeah, well, lifted. When, it, when it's not in the shop, I drive a Jeep. Is that thing back in the shop again? It, it's serious. I'm not even joking. It's back in the shop. Haven't we talked about this? You know what this? they gave me as a loaner, though? What this is totally me? not gun-related, everybody, so give me like 30 seconds. They gave me, it's like, an, it's like a 10 or 15-year-old Mercedes 350. <laughs> I, I kind of like it, man. Oh, my God. They're kind of yeah. nice. Well, it fits you. It's perfect. I think so. Well, I mean, yeah, you I'm don't have to sophisticated. climb. What's your lift? Three inch. Uh, it's four. It's four inch lift. Four inch lift. Four inch lift. Thirty three inch tires. Yeah. And this is a guy with a twenty nine inch in, in stream. I had a. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I have a little booster yeah, I that I did. jump up in there. Yeah, I know. I but, take a running start. Yeah, but yeah. I have. Uh, I had a. Uh, I thought it had a three inch lift. So when I got a new, I got a new Rubicon Express lift, like yeah. their lower end one. So I thought. I thought yeah. it was. And it's, it turns out it was. It was. It was no, I thought it had a four. It would turn out it was a three. Like oh. a little extra. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I right. like to jump there. We're going to take a quick break, but that was that was a good one. Who are we talking to when we get back? Audrey Mason from San Diego Off-Road That's Coalition. right. Yeah, she's going to teach you how to clean the desert. Right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Lots of women are buying guns and learning how to use them. Dakota Adelphia, director of San Diego's A Girl and a Gun, is here to talk about it. But first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call our California firearms lawyer, John Dillon, especially if you have questions about red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. You can call him at 760-642-7150 or just visit his website at dillonlawgp.com. A Girl and a Gun is a fantastic program, and uh, it's actually, I, th- I believe it's nationwide, but it's definitely very uh, popular here in San Diego. A lot of women are involved. They do a fantastic job, and we have their uh, their fearless leader, Dakota Adelpha, Adelphia, um, on, the, on the line here to talk about it. How are you, Dakota? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. Dakota Adelphia, right? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Dakota Adelphia. Adelphia. Okay, you have to tell me that you have a brother named Phil. Oh, my gosh. Thankfully, my parents named him Luke. A very normal oh. name. <laughs> Opportunity of a lifetime. So talk about uh, A Girl and a Gun. Yeah, so I'm the facilitator for the San Diego chapter. We have chapters all over the country. Um, the organization is headquartered in Texas and run by Robin Sandoval, who I actually think has been on this show. She has, yeah. 
she's a fantastic woman. I'm, I'm very happy to work under her in the organization. And our national director of training is Tatiana Whitlock. Yeah, she's, she's been on the show too. She's done training for us. She was a uh, keynote speaker at our gun prom three, four years, something years ago. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She has uh, so many great ideas, and part of her being involved was really kind of making the training aspect of a girl and a gun a priority. And you know, it, it really is one of the things I love about a girl and a gun because to even be a trainer for our club there's like half a dozen things you need to do you have to you know take a stop the bleed class and pass the fbi fall with a 90 percent or better there's some other online courses you have to take about confidently communicating with students and range protocols and you have to be a range safety officer a certified instructor all these things and so they really have high standards well, for people who are actually let's, let's take that piece by piece so you have to pass the fbi quals tell people what that means so the FBI qual is kind of a, a national standard that the FBI actually uses to certify their field agents. So you have to get a 90% or better on it, which is the standard that the FBI pistol instructors are held to. Um, so if you want to teach for the FBI, that's the standard you're held to, and that's the standard that we're held to as well. There's a lot of different things involved in that qualification there's some kind of close range shooting all the way out to 25 yards and some dominant hand and non-dominant hand shooting as well so you get some single-handed shooting involved in that qual there's reloads um it kind of covers a a wide variety of shooting uh there's a a stage where you actually kneel um so a pretty a pretty well-rounded qualification that's used by agencies and uh, organizations all over. I think you have to do a flip on a dance floor without mm-hmm. your gun falling out of your holster, too. Isn't that a part of that FBI qual? No, I'm just kidding. That's an old reference from a, not from quite, a video. Not quite. No, okay. All right. Um, so you, you have also have to take, le- you have to take uh, a course on how to communicate. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so A Girl and a Gun has an online program that you go through about confidently communicating with students Um, they really just want to make sure that if you are representing their organization, that you're doing it well. And so whenever I have someone who's interested in volunteering to help me with the San Diego chapter, you know, they have to go through um, a lot, you know, most of these steps to be an actual certified trainer. We accept some volunteers who, you know, are, are not certified trainers, but if you want to, like, perhaps assistant instruct with one of our official classes. If I'm running an intro to handgun or intro to holster, you have to be certified to be an assistant instructor on that range. That's awesome. That's very thorough. So these are all volunteers, right, that are doing this? Yes. Yeah. I think right now I have four instructors who have gone through all of the steps to be trainers. Um, Judy Wells actually is, is still involved. She used to be the facilitator of the chapter and kind of right as I got involved in the club, she was wanting to retire and kind of take a role that was a little less time intensive. So she's still a volunteer. She still comes in and instructs for me when her schedule allows. Um, and then I have wonderful Kathy lady, Smith. Judy Wells, if you're listening, it's uh, been too long. So send me a message. I uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate her. She's absolutely wonderful. She's awesome, and she really is the reason that I am in the position I'm an, I am today with all of the training that I've gotten and um, 
you know, she really set up some amazing opportunities for me and the other volunteer instructors. Uh, she set up something called Train the Trainer. So Tatiana Whitlock and Michelle Serino actually did Zoom lessons with us, helping us learn how to diagnose shooter errors and, you know, how to communicate with shooters and how to help people who are kind of fearful of firearms. So she really has, has done a lot for for us all. And then uh, my other instructors who have done the, the trainer steps are Kathy Smith and Barb, who I think Barb is actually on board of SCCG. Yes, she is. Barb is. She's one of our board members, and she's a, a fantastic friend. She's absolutely wonderful. Okay, so what, what's the uh, what's what's the point? What are you guys trying to do with uh, a girl and a gun? What would you guys like to accomplish, or, or you know, what can people expect if they if they get yeah. involved? We want to provide really high quality education and a fun place to come hang out at the range with other women. So, you know, we want it to be a social aspect, but we also want it to be good education. Um, So our goal really is to get people all the way from having never touched a gun, never thought about guns until, you know, they're confident and totally safe to be on the range by themselves. So we have a program called Brilliance in the Basics that everyone has to go through. It's a two-hour class that involves dry fire practice and range time. And then from there, we kind of take them through loading one round and shooting one round. We spend, you know, an hour on the range. And by the end of it, most of the women can lock back their slides. They can unload their gun. They know what they're doing. They feel confident. And so we have everyone go through that program before they can come to any of our more social events. Wow. Okay. So the, the idea is to increase gun ownership among, among women. Yeah, and and confidence. So I think a lot of the women that I see come to the club are lacking the confidence to be able to go to the range on their own. And we want to give them the tools to actually go practice or to invite a friend to go shooting without that fear of, you know, do I know enough? Am I safe enough? We want to give them that foundation so that they can go on and and encourage involved in the Second Amendment community. That's very cool. It is truly rewarding. I know... um we do, uh, you know, I was involved long before San Diego County Gun Owners. I was involved with uh, Women on Target out at Lemon Grove Rod and Gun four times a year. You know, we'd have, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 women come out, most of them first-time shooters. Um, mm-hmm. It's extremely rewarding, men or women. First-time, you know, shooters, ex- extremely rewarding to teach them, to, you know, get them over any, you know, jitters that they have and see the enormous amount of confidence. I can't really think of any activity that you know after one hour you know that that someone's confidence has has gone up you know so much in one hour from the time they've never tried it to an hour later you know that seeing the the enormous accomplishment i, I can't think of another uh, of, of another equivalent well, i don't you know whatever the activity is i can't think of anything that's more rewarding when teaching first time uh, you know folks it's just really really fun I agree completely. I, I find it very rewarding. That's awesome. So, what's the plan? How, are you uh, you know are you looking to increase are, are increase membership? Is that you guys take members or what 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 are you hoping? Uh, what are some goals going into the next twelve months? Yeah, so definitely um, we we are a membership based organization, but you don't have to be a member to come check us out. So. Once a month, I have the Brilliance in the Basics course. We do most of our classes out at Discount Gun Mart on Morena. 
Um, we really want to just, you know, have more women come check us out, come through the program. But most importantly, we want the women who are interested in learning specific skills, we want to give them those opportunities. So we have, you know, introduction to holster classes. We have intro to competition. We're really trying to give people a wide variety. So we host a trap league out of P2K Sports in El Cajon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, dabbled with an archery league for a little while. We just really want to give the women what they want in this space, in the self-defense so What if they don't have a gun? Can they still come and participate? Yeah, definitely. So our Brilliance in the Basics, we always have extra guns, and that's included in the in the price of the course. And how, how much? To, uh, what do, if someone wants to get involved? What like what, what what's their budget? What do they what do they need to set aside or pull out of the piggy yeah. bank? So to come to Brilliance in the Basics, if you're not a member, it's going to cost you twenty five dollars, and that includes the range time. So you get an hour in the classroom and an hour on the range, and a rental gun target eyes, ears, all the things, eye protection, ear protection. So we provide everything except ammunition. So you'll have to go to the range ahead of time, you know, 10 minutes before class, purchase some 9 millimeter, and then uh, that'll be your, your really your only other cost. So probably very looking affordable. at $40. Yeah, yeah $40 very affordable. for the time. And then every event that we have after that, we mostly charge $10 for non-members, and that's a two-hour class. We run two non-brilliance in the basics events every month and those ones are ten dollars if you're not a member um very affordable you know that includes range time so the only things that we charge more for are like official courses if we're going to do intro to holster or you know kind of a half day class then we'll, we'll raise the price a little bit but we offer you know free stop the bleed courses through the chapter um, and, and other things that are not specifically firearms related. And there's no politics. It's just about learning. It's just about socializing. It's about women helping women, right? Exactly. Yeah, we call it a sisterhood. So it's, you know, come make friends and learn how to shoot at the same time. Kind of can't beat it. <laughs> cool. All right. We got to, we got, you're going to stick around for another segment. Perfect. All right. So don't go anywhere. This is Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome. This is Gut Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, do you have trouble, you know, fitting a workout into your busy schedule? Well, if I got a suggestion for you, you have to try Leo Fit. Leo Fit is a super high-tech gym that delivers the benefits of three to six hours of traditional strength training in just two 20-minute sessions a week. Yes, that sounds uh, hard to believe, but because these machines are computer-controlled, they deliver the maximum weight you can safely handle in seconds. And that's how you get a, the highest possible return on your fitness investment. Founded by Leo Hamill, the jewelry store fame, Leo Fit guarantees increased metabolism, strength, and fitness in every session. You will not understand how effective it is until you try. 20 minutes twice a week replaces hours of weightlifting and aerobics. Sign up today on their website at leofitlabs.com or type Leo Fit in your browser uh, and for more information and sign up for a free session. All right. 
All right, we're talking to Dakota Adelphia from A Girl and a Gun. Uh, Dakota, my co-host, Action Jackson, who's a competitive shooter at the ripe old age of nine years old, he's got a joke for you. Is it okay? You got you got time for a quick joke? Yes. Okay, hold on. All right. Why did the penny arrest the nickel? Hmm, I don't know. Because it was a copper. Yeah, that's why we keep them around right there. That's the stuff. That's a good one. Yeah. I've actually had the pleasure of meeting Jackson before. He's a great, great kid. Yeah, did, well. did, did he ask you the other most important question in his vocabulary? Oh, yeah. Ask her your question, dude. What's your favorite gun? Good question. Good question. That is a really good question. Um, I really like my MMP Performance Center 2.0. I use that for competition. I have an Apex trigger in it. It's a really, really nice gun. Um, so I'd have to say that's probably my favorite handgun, but I am a Glock girl. That's what I carry. I have a Glock 19 um, that I carry. So that's a close second runner up. Did you see? I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I just saw an article where the uh, your uh, your M and P um, it's coming out in all steel, the whole thing, frame, everything steel. Is that right? I saw something about that. Yes. What do you think about that? I I'm gonna have to try it. Honestly, I'm not sure yet. Um, I think it'll definitely add a little weight to it, which is nice because uh, the the version that I have, you know, people do all sorts of fancy stuff with tungsten and all sorts of things to make it a little heavier. Um, but it's already a great gun, so I think a little extra weight will just make it a little easier for competitive purposes. I really think that M&P is uh, 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 M&P, right? I just had a brain. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, I really think it's an underrated gun. I, I don't think it gets near enough credit. I know at least one other friend of mine who's a competitive shooter who uses it and loves it. You know, uh, everybody kind of falls back on, on, on the same. You know, a lot of people use, what, the Glock 34 for competition. A lot of people use. The 17 uh, to the 34. Yeah. Or CZs are pretty big. But you know what? That M&P really doesn't get enough uh, of, of, of what it's due. It's a very good gun. How did not, so you're, I mean, how did you get into firearms? You're very legit interest in firearms. This isn't a, a passive thing for you. You're, you're, you've jumped in with, with both, both feet. Yeah, I, um. I was raised just outside of Chicago, and, you know, I think my dad was an Army vet, but we didn't have guns in the house or anything. But I always thought, you know, it's a it's a valuable tool for self-defense, for personal protection, but I just never had really gotten into it myself. Um, and really, I started getting involved when I was at college and had kind of felt like, you know, what what if something happens or somebody came into my apartment, what what do I have to protect myself? I have no hand-to-hand -hand combat skills. I hardly know if this pepper spray from the gas station would even do anything. You know, I had no real idea of how to protect myself. And so I had thought that it might be a good idea to learn how to shoot. And really, very shortly after I got my first gun, I found the San Diego chapter of A Girl and a Gun and Judy. And so that's really where it kind of took off. Um, you know, I, I've i done a lot of training since then. I'm a range master instructor. And I've, you know, I've gone through a lot of different courses, but I still have that same passion that I did. Like the first time that I came to a girl in a gun, I was like, wow, there's girls who like shooting too. It just was such a fun 
feeling for me. And, you know, it's really great that now I get to impart that on other people. I feel like the firearms industry for decades made an enormous mistake when it comes to women. Um, I hear more and more and more over the last, I'm going to say 10, 15 years, women come into gun ownership and and interest in firearms for self-defense reasons. Uh, and for decades, it was here. We'll make this pink. They'll love it, you know. Or oh, they need they need yet another hobby and or interest, you know. We'll we'll make it right. fun or we'll make it pretty. And that was an enormous mistake. And I think it severely underestimated women. Um, and I'm so glad to see that it's it's taken a turn and people understand. Hey, this is the reason. And it's frankly the reason. I mean, yeah, people get into firearms for sport, you know, hunting or whatever. But it's really, frankly, it's the reason people own firearms, you know, is is for self-defense because that's what it is. It's a self-defense tool. And that's the majority of the women that I see coming to the chapter, too. You know, they are maybe newly retired, spending a lot more time at home and, you know, just thinking, what would I do if somebody came in my house? We have women from all walks of life, but, you know, coming out of bad relationships and things like that where they just feel like, you know, having some actual skills and tools to protect themselves would be a great idea. Um, so we, you know, we see a wide variety of that in, in our chapter. And I agree. I think that the pink it and shrink it concept is very uh, overplayed. And, and thankfully, I think women are getting a little bit more uh, interested in real guns and, and full-size, full-size firearms and learning how to use them the right way. And, and the men at the gun ranges are learning as well. Hopefully it'll continue on that way. Heather, did you get into firearms ownership for self-defense reasons or was it, were you looking for something pretty and pink to? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not pretty and pink. (laughs) You were looking to bedazzle something. That's why you got into fire. Exactly. I have a bedazzler. I need to use it. Um, No, I actually, I, for a while, when I moved out to California from Ohio, I was traveling for sales and I was driving around and I like to drive at night. And so it would be, two o'clock in the morning I was driving and I kept thinking I'm like I'm by myself on this long stretch of road what if something happens and I don't have anything and so then that's when I started thinking I need to get into firearms and get myself a concealed carry and I kind of kept putting it off and then I met Adam and um he got he got me until he took me to the range I thought you were gonna say you met Adam and then you knew you needed to have a (laughs) gun no I'm kidding Adam's a sweetheart he's an awesome job well, that's cool, Dakota. Now, do you have? Um, I I I, I, th- I don't want to. I think you're under thirty, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just turned five two weeks ago. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Are would you say that it is unusual in in your uh, social circles? You were mentioning that a lot of people that come are you know retired or whatever, and you know maybe they're empty nesters, and now they have some extra time or whatever. They're getting into it. Are, are, you, are do you find people in your age age bracket, um, uh, or maybe I should say our age bracket, um, <laughs> that are uh, uh, you know into firearms, or is it unusual? You know, I think that there's a lot of people my age who are intrigued, but with social stigmas and things like that, they're not necessarily willing to go to the range by themselves. We do get a fair amount of younger, I would say, you know, 20s and 30s that are coming to a girl in a gun, but a lot of them, it's their first time shooting a gun, uh, which I found very fascinating because I, I kind of had this image in my mind that most people grow up shooting guns, and I just don't think that's really true here. 
Um, and so we do have 20s and 30s that come. But I would say that I see very few people in my age range who are actually doing additional training or who are interested in becoming instructors. You know, a lot of the classes I've taken, I've been kind of the youngest one there. When you've taken a lot of training, uh, I understand, right? You've, you've gone through a lot of instructors. I have, yes. <laughs> what was your, who's your favorite? What's, what's your most memorable? And what did you learn from him or her? Oh, man, that is so hard. I was not ready for that question. Um, <laughs> you know, I took a 40-hour class with Masada Ayub. Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. Instructor, and that was really eye-opening. It actually wasn't a shooting class at all. It was all about deadly force and the legality and essentially kind of training you to be an expert witness in a trial if you needed to be um, for one of your students or something like that. And so we did a mock trial in the course, and it just really stuck out to me because it was such an interesting process um, to see kind of how the prosecutor twisted things and, you know, not even to, to be political, but just that the the jury somebody would have is not going to be a jury of firearms owners, most likely. Um, and so it was really interesting to kind of see how all those things impacted the outcome of the trial. You know, I when a lot of times I, we, I recently started to categorize training because in a lot of the seminars that we would give, uh, a lot of the interviews that I would give, I would say, yeah, go get training. And everyone immediately thinks basically what I'm talking about is marksmanship. You know, that's what they okay, well, I need to go learn how to, you know, hit a bullseye. And I think that we're overtrained on that and undertrained on everything else. Cause there's really there's a lot of different kinds of training. There's, you know, the legalities and the ethics of lethal force, that kind of training. Um, there's hitting a bullseye, you know, marksmanship. There's uh, kind of the kind of the, the equipment, you know, what kind of holster and can you use your holster and you know, that kind of training. Um, and then there's more advanced training like like uh, you know, how to move in a firefight, that sort of thing. And uh, everyone concentrates way too much on, on marksmanship. You know, I, th- I think once you've been into firearms, you know, you've taken one or two formal classes, you've gone and trained, whatever. You know, after your first year, basically, a lot of people are, are overemphasizing marksmanship, in my, my very humble opinion, and not emphasizing that type of, of knowledge. So I'm really glad that you picked that as, as one of your uh, – uh, most memorable uh, training experiences, you know, something that's really teaching you a, an important skill. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? Do you think people concentrate on marksmanship too much? I agree completely. And I think there's very few instructors who are putting out really well-rounded curriculums. Uh, John Murphy of FPF Training is one that kind of sticks out. He was actually just in Southern California. I hosted him at Rainbow um, a couple weekends ago, but his course is about de-escalation, um, emergency medical, so tourniquet placement, wound packing, things like that. He also has a whole pepper spray segment of the class where you actually get to practice with a trainer, um, you know, an, an inert version of pepper spray, so it's just water, um, but actually getting to practice with that while using verbalization to try to de-escalate and create space. And there's also a shooting awesome. element. Yep. But it's a smaller portion. Okay, so how do people find out about a girl and a gun? Where do they go? Uh, you can contact me directly. Um, my email address is agag.seca at gmail.com. Or you could call me at 619-629-3344. 
And you can find information about me online if you Google my name. Um, my Girl on a Gun page should come up. The last name Adelphia is pretty unique, so <laughs> there's only one of me. All right. Hey, this has been fantastic. Keep up the good work, folks. We're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Alicia, did you know that Smith & Wesson made a pair of revolvers to commemorate the last government shutdown? No. They were called the congressman and the senator. They don't actually do anything, and you can't fire them. More Smith & Wesson next. But first, Gun Prom is coming to the Inland Empire. Get your dresses, suits, ready to dust them off and go dancing get ready to celebrate and support the second amendment join us and other second amendment supporters november 12 2022 at march air museum in riverside celebrating the delicious food drinks and dancing don't uh, miss your chance to win some amazing prizes and support the second amendment at the same time get your tickets now at gumprom.com all right so this i've been looking forward to this um Alicia Curtin is going to do my first gun review, I think. A real live gun. And we couldn't have picked. we got to think of a name for this segment. I don't know. Alicia Curtin, shooting from the hip. <laughs> shooting from the hip. I like some, what about like, pull back the curtain? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I like mic drop, but we got to have something that's a little bit yeah, more. It's got to be really horrible. I think yeah. that's a requirement for this show. All right, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, as we destroy her review. Mm -hmm. So I will let you just dive right in since it's your gig. Okay. So so we, uh, I had the opportunity through uh, some a great connection, Dave, thank you, right, uh, to get my hands on a Smith & Wesson Model 500, which if you're not familiar with what it is, it is a cannon of a revolver. Yeah, I was going to say, an old cannon. <laughs> it does actually come in uh, numerous barrel lengths. The one that we were, I was able to get my hands on and shoot actually is the longest barrel they make, which was a 10 and a half inch barrel. It does go as small as a mm -hmm. two and three quarter. So what are the, people have been asking me, because I've been mm -hmm. telling them the whole thing. What what's, what's the difference between a short barrel and a long barrel as far as velocity, accuracy, and comfort? So okay for okay on the model 500 in, in particular. So as far as accuracy right. goes, you're going to be your max accuracy is going to be at most 50 yards with ah. that two and three quarter barrel. Just because you think it's a cannon and it could shoot down the road, it's, it's only no. Gonna so be the effect. longer the barrel, the longer the rifling twist, uh, the more spin. It's just like throwing a football. If you sure. just straight arm throw it, it's going to be a much different result than if you're able to put some spin on that ball. Gotcha. So right. so that's so and then and then what about the recoil and things like that? You know, the more weight, the more steel, the more gun that you have, the more, and it, it, you know, there's 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 some other variables that go into that as far as how right. that weight's distributed. However, in general, the more weight that you have on that gun, the more recoil the gun's going to absorb on your behalf, right. and so the less you're going to feel. Right. So how? Well, so you had this because this you'd never fired one before. I had you? not. No. Oh, so happy so, birthday to you. Thank you. And, and you know, in addition to having this monstrosity of a barrel, but by the way, the gun itself weighed about five pounds unloaded. 
<laughs> so the gun itself is incredibly heavy, a 10 inch barrel in, or 10 and a half inch. And in addition to having that 10 and a half inch barrel, it actually had a muzzle brake on the end of it, right. which if you're not familiar with what that is, it, it's, it, it's able to kind of dissipate the gas release. So it, it actually minimizes the recoil even more. So, so the recoil on this was not substantial at all. It actually was pretty, you know, pretty minimal. But the sound percussion was unreal. That right there will knock you over. It's like going to NHRA and listening to a top fuel dragster come off the line. Right. Yeah. I knew. I, I knew. trust you on that one, but yeah, I can yeah. see Oh, that. trust me. Yeah, it's, it's insane. So who is this gun for? Okay, so the gun itself, if you want to kind of get into the, the specifics of it, it was it was designed and put out there to be a handgun, hunting handgun for I the purpose. It. And it, they they state that it will it will actually be effective against essentially any North American critter that you can come across: right. bear, bison, right. elephant. It'll it'll take it down. I was in Kodiak, elephant. Alaska. Elephant. Absolutely, it's able to go through that skin. So I have something here I want to share with Jackson because I know Jackson is going to be. I think no. I think Jackson's our most active shooter. You know, he might even shoot more than me. So you ready? Can I show you something, Jackson? You ready? Right. I know. Let me see. Right. I know he's going to be familiar with this guy. What is that? You know that what, what caliber is that, buddy? Nine millimeter. You are correct. So that's a nine. So I'm gonna go ahead. And I'll leave that here. All right. Actually, here. So Jackson can see it. So that's that's the nine. You're familiar with that one, right? You want to see what the 500 looks like? You ready? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> so. What do you think of that? So what do you think of that? So the word cannon. Does that sound right? Very much. <laughs> <laughs> so just for fun comparison, here's a, a 223 slash 556. Just, you know, if you uh, have some familiarity. Now, what goes in a 223? Just a 22? What, no. What do you mean what goes into it? So this is going to be essentially 223, 556. It's a rifle round. Gotcha. Um, it's going to be your most common ARs are going to run in that caliber. Here's a 45 and then a 38 special. Okay. Just for some fun comparison there. And each one has its own use. And, and it does. Um, so the 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 five hundred. What it it's a semi rimmed uh, round. So if you were to you know one thing I didn't grab was a twenty two. I should have grabbed a twenty two. But you know how twenty two. If you can picture it in your mind, it has a very straight linear edge, mm -hmm. and then it has a flared bottom. That rim kind of flares and comes out. Right. So the five hundred does have the straight edge. However, it does kind of dip in, and it has a minimal flare, but it's not as wide as the true rimmed like a twenty two. Mm -hmm. So. so those are all your different sizes. But yeah, so. So if there's a burglar. <laughs> that's the one you want. In your neighbor's house. <laughs> that's the one. Well, and then. Yeah. Behind the, the refrigerator. <laughs> behind the refrigerator. In the trunk of his car. <laughs> right. Now this thing, if, if anybody wants to have fun, just go online and, you know, just Google, you know, Smith & Wesson 500, you know, gel shot or, or video and just stand back. If you want to have a really great time, look up the two and three quarter inch videos that you'll find. Two and three quarter, mm -hmm. what meaning as in? What's two and oh, three quarter? It, it's a very short barrel. So the barrel oh, itself. Oh, 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 I see my guy. Of the barrel. I see my guy almost hit himself in the <laughs> face with it. Yeah. And he was a pretty beefy yeah. dude. Yeah. But, and that's a two handed shoot. I mean, you don't shoot that with one hand. I would not recommend it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No. I did see a video where a guy did. And then, you know, have those big gel squares. They were shooting all kinds of rounds through it, you know, just squiggle, squiggle, and right. squiggle, squiggle. Then they fired that thing and it just destroyed the block. It was gone. It would. Yeah, which it would. Uh, Money-wise, what are we talking? 
So they, so the the oh, the two and three quarter is no longer in production. I believe the six inch is no longer in production. The of the models that are still being made and built, they're going to run you ballpark twelve to fifteen hundred, gotcha. maybe a little bit more. Um, depends on where you go. Right, and and then the hardest part is finding one. Correct. Because it's not like they're on the shelf. Correct. You know, the, the 8 and 3, 8, which is, I know, the original one that was that we were trying to find initially actually comes with a couple of, there's one that will have a an interchangeable muzzle brake, and then mm. um, and there are some that come even all without. So there's lots of variations and variables. If you are not very picky as to what you're looking for, then you're going to have better luck. But if you want something very specific in particular, you're going to have a hard time finding right. it. And you want to hear what just about killed her? What? This gun is going to be for display use only no they're buying it just to display pretty much and so i made the owner like a warning like where are they gonna no i made the owner (laughs) i told him i said you have to go down you have to shoot this thing at least once yeah you know you have to you know right and he did i think he actually put two through i believe he's he grinned so how was how was the shootability yeah because you had two so, people that never shot before, by correct. the way. Correct. So, yeah, it was myself and the, the gentleman who purchased the gun, as well as a friend that was there to help with the filming. Was um, our videographer? I, I did. I put it, yes, I put it in his hands. So, uh, oh, you want yeah. to grab that? Um, so, it, so it's, it's, a, it's a revolver, so you have the option of double or single. It'll, it'll go double or single action. Uh-huh. Um, you cock that hammer back. The single action, just like any other revolver, is a very light, easy trigger press, but make sure you have a good, steady grip on it before you get near that trigger. Oh, yeah, I can, yeah. I can just imagine. <laughs> and, 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 you know, It'll like hit this, exactly yeah. where you want to be. And you're right. I don't know if I mentioned, I was in Kodiak, and we went on a tour on a side-by-side, and the Coast Guard guy that was running the tour, because that's his little job on the side, mm-hmm. was carrying a 50. What? He says it's for bear. He says, I okay. can, he says, I okay. can knock a bear down. And that's I think true. he had like the six-and-a-half-inch barrel. I don't. I couldn't really tell because he had it in a, in a chest uh, vest. Okay. And, yeah, so. Yeah, they make a three-and-a-half, a four. Yeah, I didn't know what yeah. long length yeah. it was, but I, was, I knew if he had that, I'm going to stand right behind him. Good I, place got to the, be. I got this thing all figured out. And I'd actually like to make a quick correction before I forget. I know last week, Mike, you mentioned that was was this the only firearm that would fire this caliber? And initially I did agree because I had heard that as well and I didn't know for sure. I just want to put this the record straight. It is not. There's a number of firearms that will fire it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, What's the? Do you remember the official name of the round? I just put you right on the spot. You did. Well, I'll look it up. I left the box at home. Yeah. Move on to something else. I'll yeah, it's what, three dollars and seventy five cents? It's uh, a it's a Smith it's a well, I want to say it's a windmag. Yeah, uh, it's about on. yeah, it's about three fifty around. Three seventy five. Yep. Wow. All right. And uh anybody wants to know anything more yeah, about it's, it? It's just uh, 500, uh, 500 Smith and Wesson Magnum. That's yeah. all it's called. Yep. Yeah, I thought I thought somebody has some goofy names for it too. I wasn't hundred percent sure. I don't know why I know that. All right. Well, that is a great review brought to you. Would by. you buy it? Who do, would you? Do you? Oh, I'd buy it in a minute if you're asking me. <laughs> would you reckon like if someone said, "Hey, I'm going into bear country. I'm either going to get a 44 Magnum or I'm going to get a 500." What would you say? Oh, absolutely, 500 all the oh, way. Yeah. Wow, you yeah. liked it that much? Yeah. It was really you could control it. Yeah. It was, okay. Okay. So let me yeah. ask you a really more important question: Would that be a gun you would go out and buy if you had the money? I'm only saying that because that's you taking me to Alaska. <laughs> ah, oh, you'd love Alaska. I know I would. You wouldn't come back. Maybe. Probably not. But would you buy that gun if, if you I were... had a reason? It, yeah. it, it well, is no, a novelty I, I, gun. Exactly. It, it would be a novelty gun if I were to buy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's kind of like buying a Rolex. Right. Okay. You know, 
my, my watch works fine, but you know, personally, I would not buy a Rolex. I'm sorry. But there's something about that gun, and I haven't even shot it yet, but there's something about that gun that you just kind of want it. It's pretty awesome. I know. Oh, All you right. know what? Somebody makes an AR in, in uh, Smith & Wilson 500. <laughs> All right, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, you're set. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio. FM 96.1, AM Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Red flag law. Hey, Jackson. It's my turn. Hey, Jackson. Hang on. It is. Hey, Jackson. Did you know that 98% of all Jeeps ever made are still on the road today? Yep. The other 2% made it home. Oh. Uh. Next is Audrey Mason from the San Diego Off-Road Coalition. Of course. She's in the studio. But first, a lot of companies are so frustrated with their website. It looks old. It's out of date. And it's not getting any customers. Well, SageTree gets it. Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and they get leads. Stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today and get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is super easy. Call them 866 728-9100, that's 866-728-9100, and they'll fix your website today. All right, we got Audrey Mason in the house. We held her over from the San Diego Off-Road Coalition radio show, which was on at noon. Nice. And we appreciate her coming in because her group is going to partner with uh, San Diego County gun owners, so why don't you tell us about it? Or he can ask you questions. No, no, no. Go for it. Talk about talk about what San Diego. Yeah, what have you talked them into? <laughs> Let's just be truthful there. Let's just be truthful there. Okay, so San Diego Off-Road Coalition is a nonprofit organization that fights to keep the deserts and trails open, so we have places to get out and explore and adventure too. Um, we are hosting a couple of different trail maintenance days and desert cleanups for popular shooting areas. Um, most that go out and adventure outdoors also go out and fish and hunt and do the whole nine yards. So they like to go out and target shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I grew up, I was raised by a respectful, responsible uh, gun owner who taught me to, we laid tarps down underneath our tables where we set up all of our guns on and we laid tarps over near our targets as well because for the most part we would bring things that you know, when you shot it, it would explode and blow up well, for that effect course. because you like that feeling and that, right? So, you know, you bring water balloons out filled up with jelly um, in them and different things. Water it, balloons filled with jelly? That's a good uh, idea. Yeah. Well, jello. Sorry, jello. Filled jello. With jello so yeah. that they explode out the red jello when you, yeah, yeah and take water, watermelons, cantaloupes, the whole nine yards, apples out. <laughs> Anything that you could think of, the little um, Dixie cups. I've, I've seen uh, people fill Dixie cups up with like uh, with uh, uh, food coloring and water. Yep. 
Yep. And freeze it, bring yep. it out there. That's yeah. always fun. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. But we always laid stuff down and we always, you know, packed it in, packed it out. Tread lightly. If you, you know, you go out there. I don't want to come back to that area and I don't want to see somebody else's trash all shot up. I don't want to see their TV or their refrigerator or their their car their car how see. much how much do you average on, on a cleanup i mean i i mean it wouldn't work without the, the off-road communication volunteering their time and coming out and do it but on an average because you do a cleanup what three four times a year five times a year something like that it seems like 10 12 yeah yeah what 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 do you think your average tonnage is that you're getting out on any one weekend uh, just rough estimate well we we can fill a 40 yard roll-off dumpster easy every time you do it and that's a that's a 40 ton 40 yard roll yeah, off yeah. dumpster so anytime you do an event every time we do an event we can we can easily fill a 40 yard roll off dumpster some locations in some areas that we have to go to we have to order two or three roll off dumpsters are, are, are you hearing this michael what what we have out there yeah i, I i've listen i've been out do you there know how lot. many square i know feet of trash i've been out there a lot i in honest i'll be totally honest with you i've been on both sides of this when i first started going out into the desert um, you know, I think that there's a, a set of, of my mom's old pots and pans that are still out there <laughs> that you uh, shot the heck out she of. She picked them up. <laughs> Maybe she probably picked them up. But, uh, so I, I get it. You just don't think about it. It's so vast. It's so big out there. Doesn't make it mean it's okay. No, 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 but right. I know there's a lot of stuff out there and there are some areas that are way worse than others. I, I you know, I have my Jeep. I love my Jeep. I go off-roading. It's beautiful. Yep. I love I love seeing pristine areas, and I just think a lot of people go out there and they just don't think about it. Right. They yeah. just don't think. They think it's out in the middle of nowhere. They don't realize that tomorrow a whole new set of people are going to go through there. And then tomorrow. And the next day, and, and the tomorrow. next day. they don't. It yep. just doesn't occur to them. So you've got an event that you've invited uh, the uh, Gun Owners Radio and other entities. Yeah, and- our specific Trigger Trash events are October 15th. Saturday, October 15th, we are meeting out at Incopaw off the 8 freeway. So it's just outside. Uh, it's right on the border of the San Diego County border versus Imperial County border. As just you go as down you're heading grade. down the hill. Yeah, right as you hit the, the grade in Incopaw and you're headed down the hill to hit the valley to go to El Centro. Um, just before, right in the center of the grade, it's called Mountain Springs Road. A lot of people see it. It's like where the semi has the, the brake. Uh, right. Yep. If they lose their brakes, they can pull off. There's an exit right there, and that's actually a very popular shooting destination. People bring out anything and everything that you could think of. I haven't. I've taken that Inkopod exit. I go up into uh, Valley of the Moon. Yeah, Valley of the Moon's on Sunday. We're cleaning up Valley of the Moon on Sunday. So on Saturday, we're going to do what's right there. You have to get a permit to go through it. It's Devil's Canyon. Um, It's very limited. Uh, we are going to go through there and do Devil's Canyon and then do Mountain Springs, um, which is called the Mountain Springs one's called Smuggler's Gulch. Yeah, Smuggler, and Smuggler's Cave is right yeah, there, right? Smuggler, Smuggler's Cave's up above in Valley of the Moon. Okay. Um, so Smuggler's Gulch is down below uh, in Inkopaw, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a dumpster dropped there at the Mountain Springs Road exit. We're going to meet at 8.30 in the morning. We'll disperse out by 9, um, go out, pick up trash, meet back up between 11.30 and 12, give you some food, maybe if we have some prizes, do a little little raffle prize giveaway for those that show up. Um, and then from there, we're going to go out and off-road and shoot ourselves. Um, Tierra Del Sol, who we're also teaming up with that one, they're going to camp out there that night because on Sunday, they're going to do a Valley of the Moon um, trash cleanup there. So that's Very a, cool. that's a, a double one. Yes, that's a double one. Anybody and everybody who's interested in what, you're welcome to show up and meet us out there. Um, info at sdorc.org. Shoot us an email. Shoot San Diego Gun Owners. I know you guys aren't available for that one because immediately within two weeks is the elections and there's a lot for elections coming down. 
Um, but we also have January 7th that we've invited you out to. We're teaming up with um, Mike Johnson from SD Must, yep. who's running for Escondido City Council. So shout out for... Endorsed by San Diego County Gun Owners. Okay. Endorsed by San Diego Off-Road Coalition. Nice. Um, so Mike Johnson for Escondido, he's teaming up with us. He wants to go out and do Pink Gate or Ulta Road, which is January 7th. Um, that's the backside of Otai that pops out down um, to like Donovan State Prison down there. Um, that section gets, you know, really bad trigger trash, right? Really bad trigger trash down there. So we're, again, we're going to hope to get a dumpster trash, trigger trash. Yeah. It's from the shooters. That's trigger. not the off-roaders. Yeah. That's your trigger trash. I'm, that's what I refer to. <laughs> did, you know, did you know you had a name? <laughs> I, I've been called worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I like that. That could be a t-shirt. Trigger yeah. trash. Trigger trash. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I promote it. Hashtag trigger trash. Some, she, some have referred to my targets as trigger trash. Yeah. Well, we weren't going <laughs> Hey, I wasn't going to go there. I was being respectful. So, but the best thing to do is you'll be able to get this on there on your website. Yes, it's already up on our website. And there, you're looking for volunteers. We're looking for Come volunteers. Come on out, have some fun. Yes. And if you want to learn time. anything at all about guns, well, we will teach you. I will learn. I'm very knowledgeable about yeah. it. And I've you been have people that will probably be out there with you. If, oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so January 7th, we'll have San Diego County yeah. Gun Owners, and we'll also have um, SD Must and Tread Lightly that will be on site for. That cleanup. Um, What's the yeah. minimum requirement for like vehicles? That one, there's no requirement. There's so, a, you can come in a stock vehicle. You can come in a two wheel drive vehicle for any of these cleanups. Okay, cool. Any of these cleanups that we are putting on, you can get there in a two wheel drive vehicle. And then if we go out and disperse from there, and we know that we're going to be going on a difficult trail, we can team you up with somebody who has the appropriate vehicle to yeah. get where you need to be. Just lock. So I was I was trying to talk Alicia into jacking up her uh, her minivan. You know, putting a, a lift on that you, thing. And I have a Jetta TDI sport wagon. So I've gonna, got a little gonna, Volkswagen Jetta. Are we going to tell stories? <laughs> it's off-roaded. How I've many tires have you gone through? Uh, too many to count. 70 <laughs> miles many. an hour with a blowout and the whoops is really not as bad as it sounds. No, it's really not. I can it's tell really you, not. <laughs> you got to keep the speed up. She has her own parking place at Wayne Miller Tire. Okay. <laughs> Every car is an off-road vehicle with the right mindset. I Correct. like the way you yeah. roll. I had, you know, Dos Cabezas? Yes. I, so I got a 200SX out there once, a Nissan 200SX out there. Really? Yeah. Hey. It's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Took me about three weeks, but I got it up. No. We'll be picking it up. All right, Audrey, thank you very much. See you next Sunday. No, no, no. She's, oh, she's staying. Yeah, we got a lot more to talk to her about. Who, oh, okay. who did this schedule? Uh, yeah. Alicia. Alicia. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, you're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, do you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day, and we're close to the ocean, desert, mountains. You know, anywhere you want to go, you can. That's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the world. Learn to fly in sunny San Diego right at Montgomery Field. Getting started is super easy. Just call them at 858-569-1822, or you can go to SDFTI, 
but 858-569-1822. All right, we held uh, Audrey Mason over a little bit. What's your title today at, at San Diego Off-Road Coalition? Uh, I'm the vice president of the yeah, Off-Road I know, Coalition. you always have to look. And she's a co-host well, on... on what Casey. hat I'm wearing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and she wears a lot of hats. But uh, she's also on KCBQ. She's the co-host of Dirt Radio. Uh, recently entered the Rebel Rally. And if she wasn't as helpful as she was, she probably would have come in first or second. Oh, no, not with the lady that those ladies are. Hey, you were digging them out of the sand. Yeah, if but you'd not have left them, just all. leave them. Well, all. leave them to die. No, just let they could. Hey, you got out of this like race. I would like to think I would be ten positions up, but I wouldn't say I was in the top ten. You don't think so? No. I don't know what. What is this? Is this no. a? This is, is insanity. It's a women's only off-road navigation rally oh. where you're given no electronic devices whatsoever. You're given a topo topo map and you and a compass, and you are given um, plots on coordinates that you have to right. figure out where those coordinates are. Plot them to the best of your ability and, then, and some you could and see and some you could some are super easy to get to you have like an easy up with a big flag and some of them there's no marks whatsoever and you don't know if you're in the right location or not and you get dinged off of how close you are when you drop your satellite pin and say i'm at my checkpoint that's awesome and how, many, how many days a week did you do this it's a nine day nine days 1500 <laughs> miles how many road. women wow um there was 54 teams of two, wow. so driver and navigator. And there's always yeah. lined up to do this. Yes, every year there's, yeah. You there. know the big difference between the women's and the men's navigation course? Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say this. No, I don't. Way outnumbered here. I'm just looking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hello. There's only like you and me. The women's, they all stop and ask for directions. Oh. That's how they get there. <laughs> That's probably how they get there. The men, we don't ask for directions. Come on. But it's it's that's it's, why you ended up in Mexico, right? <laughs> but it's world it's world famous. Yeah, it's world famous, and it's yes. really ironic. Couple young ladies will go; they'll do it once. Okay, bucket list. Then we've got girls that have done it six years in a row. Yeah, and it's different every place. This one was from uh, Lake Tahoe to no, Glamis. this one was Hoover Dam. This was the first oh, one that Dam, didn't start right. in Tahoe, and yeah, normally you start in Tahoe. You come the whole way down off road. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, uh, so Hoover Dam to where? Uh, to Glamis. You, you go back and wow. forth. Yeah, you go back and forth through California, Nevada, Arizona, and you right. end. You end. You zigzag and you end in in Glamis. So do you you make the, like the the driver and the and the the, the two ladies? They make their own decision on when they're going to stop and camp or their camp. Like, well, how does depend, that work? You have to. You have. Um, milestones that you have to you're timed to get to each checkpoint I and see. if you don't make it to your certain check you can each check green checkpoint you have and then you in between those green checkpoints if you hit a blue or a black checkpoint in between then it's additional points for you but if you don't make it between the time frames then you're sol and you have to get to camp at a and what are they, what are most ladies driving Anything and everything. Every single vehicle manufacturer that you can think of has a vehicle in the competition. Including Rolls Royce, including yeah, Aston Culligan Martin. Went, wow. Yeah, Aston Martin. Yes, yeah. they were there. I mean, the Porsche had Cayenne. Hybrids, electric have, car, Mach E's. Oh yes. Because uh-huh. uh, you know, it's a test. It's a test bed. Miata. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. In fact, <laughs> uh, we have a, a, a girl that. Uh, the winner, actually. Yeah, she took a Porsche. What kind? A 911 Porsche, and it was a rally car, and won the race. I don't understand. What do you mean? Like, what did she do to this 911? That lifted it, but I, but I think it was lifted. I don't know about that year. Yeah, because I I was I followed it, and she had it, and somebody says you want to run the rebel, and she yeah, okay, I'll do that. So that's crazy. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So there's hope for my mom, Ben. 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. But you know what? It's one of those bucket list things where... You know? Yeah, Dave challenged me. I talk a lot of trash about my skills and abilities. Yeah. I've been in the desert. I've been a desert rat my whole life. I've, I, you know, I've, I like Eat, to- Eat, sleep, and drink. Yeah, he, so he, I had to prove that I, I don't just talk the talk, that yeah. I can actually walk the walk, yeah. too. You're, you're so. here in San Diego? You've been a desert rat, rat your whole life? Yes. Yeah. Now, did you go out and see, I heard uh, from all my desert rat friends that it was a big deal. Um, I guess they filmed- uh, the uh, the job of the hut uh, thing yes, that expo- Star Wars. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, Did yeah. you go out and check that out? I don't even know. No? I've been no, but they I I know exactly where they filmed it. I know exactly what they did. They just did the other one with the Rock and what's his name out there. Every year there's a different film. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. it was yeah. that popular. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's cheaper to go yeah. to the sand than bring the sand to you. Is it? Are there still Star Wars remnants out there? Or no, that's no. They have to clean everything. Up. <laughs> They're not allowed to leave any portion of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. A couple of my buddies said that there were, there were chunks of the of this no, thing out there. Now no, they're drinking no. beer again. Oh. Yeah. But the funny thing about it, I've said this more than once. My first show is fighting the government. No. Yeah. My last show <laughs> is fighting the government. Right. I, I got to get some more fun in my life. <laughs> Well, like, yeah. I, it's most fun I have all day is well, fighting the government, Dave. Well, I know. I'm, I'm right there with you. But <laughs> people ask me all the time. They're like, why don't you leave California? I'm like, who would I fight with? Yeah, yeah. right. There is something to be said for that, yeah. too. Yeah. Everybody's going off to Tennessee now. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Just sit around and be happy all day? That sounds miserable. Yeah. I mean, who wants to be a quitter? I know. Gotta I mean, Ginger, Ginger Jeffries is leaving. No, that's not true. KUSI, and she's going to Arizona. Oh. And uh, well, there's a fight there. They got it. They have a, a. She's tough. One of their senators, one of their state senators, is an anti-gun uh, head of an anti-gun uh, org. Yep. They voted for Biden. Their other senator is anti-gun. The uh, same senator who's anti-gun is also anti-off-roading. Arizona is one of the largest states. You can openly go. It doesn't matter where you are. Pretty much in any city, anything. You leave your home on a in your dirt bike, your three wheeler, your side by side. It doesn't matter. It is dual use everywhere. You can go into town. You can go anywhere in your side by side or your dirt bike or anything. There's no big deal. There's legislation currently in place to limit it to trails only throughout Jeez. the entire state of Arizona. And that's because of this new guy. It's the new guy. It's all the new people. Why would you go to somewhere that's been amazing and beautiful and change mm. it to? It's well, people don't ridiculous. do their homework, you know, no. or they'll never go there during the winter. Yeah. Not Arizona per se, but if you go back east someplace or Kansas mm-hmm. and your house leaves. There's a know. ton of overlap between, you know, there should be so much more um, cooperation between off-roaders and, and gun. If only we knew somebody that was involved in an off-road organization <laughs> and a gun organization, we I could think, solve this problem. I right? think we could. I if only we knew. We if only we had the power. Oh, well. <laughs> There really is a lot. Of, there is a lot of overlap. I know. Though, I know. I know. Why do you think I suggested this? Because I'll say again, I'm fighting the government in the first hour, and I'm fighting them in the last. But, but gun owners and off roaders, you got you drive a jeep, you go off road. I do a lot. Do. Well, there's so much. Well, no, because you're busy. I but there's to. there's so much similarity Keeps to breaking. the mindset. I know what's up. With that? Keeps breaking. We'll have to talk some more. Just empty every penny. You're not calling me anymore. I, because it keeps breaking, I, I got to blame it on somebody. Can't be me. Can't. Be, it's never the artist. It's, it's always the yeah, brush. Yeah, never. So see now you're, you're, you're absolutely making me crazy because I want to know what's wrong with it. Yeah, now. I know. I was like, you're you, talking to two car people over here. Yeah, who are yeah I mean, now so you can't just say every aspect of why so, it's well, broken and what this pizza is really going to be good. And, but it's, it's I, not even. It's pretty. Two weeks ago, it was an alternator, and this last week, it's a fuel pump. 
And then while he, after they get the fuel pump fixed, it's I need him to fix my air conditioner. Okay, maintenance. That's your that's well, your maintenance. And how you many miles? How many miles do you that. have? That's maintenance. I know. How many miles do you have on that thing? It's it's like brand new. It's oh, got one hundred eighty five thousand miles on it. So it's due to have a fuel pump. Then it yeah. a YJ. Like a ninety four. Oh, it is a T J. Okay, so you're a ninety eight to two thousand four. Come yeah, on now. So I mean, yeah, I How mean, old is it? The hundred eighty five thousand. See, it's my it's my Y two K Jeep. He drives it everywhere. The problem with it is, you haven't had any problem with it. I mean, well, yes, you have. It's all legit. <laughs> it's just annoying that it well, happens every week. <laughs> it's just a, yeah, every week. You're running out of parts, okay? That's what I said. I was telling somebody the other day. I was like, look, I've, I've almost replaced every single... This is almost a brand new Jeep. I've almost replaced every single part. Do you know there's two other people in this room that could sing right along with that song? There's one over Jeep. there, and there's one right here. If that Jeep... I mean, I'm surprised she made it through the Rebel. Honest to God. Were, were, you, were, reason, you, you were driving a Jeep? Yeah. Yes, what, the one what year? she has out front. The YJ or... No, oh. I, but I own a '94 YJ. Yeah, but I know the the '18 JLU that's out front. Okay, I got a question for you. Oh my gosh, I almost got. Okay, good. So here's what I got to know: the Gladiators. Okay, I got <laughs> I got my my Wrangler right. Oh lord. Okay, Jeep wave to Gladiators. Yes or no? Yes. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's like saying you're also not waving to a Cherokee or. I don't wave the- to a Cherokee. Oh, I you're do. not getting a Jeep wave to if you're you driving can, a Cherokee. Okay, I'm sorry. ZJs have just as much as ability. I have two GJ, CJs that are ZJs that are in my group. That is the Cherokee. Right. That yeah. is the Grand Cherokee. Is a ZJ. Yeah. I have one that's built to the tilt. That's way bigger, better than your Wrangler. Why do you got to? Why do you got to put? What? I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Like, I can show you. Why do you got to kick me when I'm down? It's on 60s, front and rear lockers, on 40s, caged out, internal and external. It's well, you have that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm still not waving. I'm not waving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll All start right. waving to Gladiator. All right, so what's the website? Are we keeping her again? Or are we www.sdorc.org? I'll tell you the one reason, the one reason, I know, the one reason, if no other. To go out and get involved is uh, number one. They support all the right candidates, and number two, Audrey's a hoot. She is. She's fun to go with. She's. You know, what's really fun is when they clean the highway on the other side of the checkpoint. Oh yeah, yeah. We do what? Corral Canyon. Corral Canyon's yeah. at Buckman Springs rest yep. stop. So because Corral Canyon's right there, and I hate coming into the back Buckman Springs rest stop and seeing all that trash right there. I don't um, know. There's so a, we I, do. Uh, well, you're coming up to the border checkpoint. We do both miles, three miles on each side of the freeway, east and west. But when you're headed west, you hit the border checkpoint. So what do people do before they hit the border checkpoint? They chuck out everything out of their vehicle. Oh, to the side I didn't of the know road. that. That's horrible. So, That's let me tell you, they set up a little volunteers drug are needed. We do the cleanups out there three times a year um, yeah. at a minimum, usually four, depending on season and how bad it is. But yeah. it's been pretty bad because they had the rest stop closed down for part of the time. So you would you believe know, the pair. You know the you bad. know the checkpoint on S two. Yes, I do. I pulled over and ta- asked, dude in full mil- military press, border <laughs> patrol guy, you know, smart haircut, the whole thing. Uh, waved me through. I pulled over because I was a little lost. I had to ask him, uh, you know, some directions. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, what is going on? Pulled my sunglasses off. His face was covered in barbecue sauce. I apparently <laughs> caught him right in the middle of lunch. It was awesome. <laughs> so this dude looked like everything was perfect. Uniform, everything perfect. Yes, sir. No, sir. All the, you know, and then boom, just covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> You better hope that was barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you just ate somebody. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM.
Listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy or refire, if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it so easy. You can work with a friendly expert team that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. Call Chris Wiley, 619-722-1303, or just go to primeris.com slash alpine. So we were going to read an article. I was going to talk to you guys about an article. We might still touch on it uh, that has to do with red flag laws, which California or San Diego is abusing uh, heavily. Um, but uh, Heather had a great question for our guest, Audrey. Oh, yes. Yeah. So what was the question Off you had? air, we yeah. might add. I, I'm a newbie. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was so excited. She like couldn't wait to get the commercial to ask so a question. So she could ask the question. Like, it was so far away. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so ask the question for uh, the, the, that you had there, because it was a really good one. Yeah, I was curious what the most unusual thing was that you had found when you were out doing cleanups. Maybe don't tell the story that you just told, but yeah, what, what, yeah, is, what is another? <laughs> okay, so for me, because of my background and what I want to do is to keep the areas open for as long as we can for future generations like Action Jack's over here so that he has places to go and explore and he can get out and adventure, um, would be uh, anything over 50 years old. So anything over 50 years old, that means in the 70s when my dad was out there shooting and camping, his beer cans and and any trash that he left back in the day is now considered an archaeological find. Wow. And and can put a fence up around an area. So depending on what's found and and, um, the agency and the extent or or how far the agency wants to take it, it could potentially have a 100-foot fence put up around it. Um, if you have multiple sites, so there's lots of trash in particular areas, so you go shoot and there's a bunch of trash there, they can then take that perimeter and make it a 100-yard perimeter around mm. instead of just a 100-foot perimeter. So to me, it's anything over 50 years old. Now, obviously, you don't want to get back into, like, you know, but actual that, artifacts. Okay, but, but wait, that was not the question. What well, was the most unusual thing? Did you see a dead Volkswagen laying on its roof? I mean, I've, did you find any money that you can't tell anybody about? No, I wish. Yeah. No. Um, uh, the side of the road cleanup, I had a church um, million-dollar bill, but it was from a church for God and oh. their advertising. I know, because believe me, when I saw it, too, it totally looked like it was a legit dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy at 7-Eleven told you it was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and I think, now how long, I mean, no. now how much trash do you pick up there? Where? At the, where you're supporting the freeway. The freeway, we actually get lots of trash out of the freeway. On both sides. Both sides of the freeway actually gets a lot of trash on it because the rest stops right there and people just are, are lazy. They won't throw their trash, they won't make sure that it's in the trash. But can are the cans full or empty? They're full. Yeah, see, so that's the problem, too. Yes, yes. Getting so you either get too. more cans or yes. you get more people. Yes. 
Um, coolest thing I found, I would say, would be superstition cleaning up, and you're not supposed to touch it, but it would be an <laughs> active <laughs> round, spent round found from oh. one of the bombs. So they do they do live bombs, and they do um, smoke bombs and others, um, so you can come across where it's literally just a dud. And you and know what was this, a smoke bomb why? And what was a live bomb? How many you um, found? Actually, I learned the hard way. We had somebody bring some up. Um, we were doing the superstition cleanup last year, actually, and we had partnered with the El Centro Naval Base, and the, um, the we had some of the petty officers over, a couple of the fighter pilots for the F-18s, F-35 fighter pilots. The young ones were there. Um, they had a training day with us where they came out, reached out, did the public outreach, um, and I had one of my guys bring up um, just the tops of the what he thought were bullets and then actual bullets, which were tracer rounds, um, which had not actually been shot. They um, were still live rounds. And I actually had a munitions specialist there with us. And the munitions specialist was like, whoa, 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 be careful how you, you shouldn't shake that like that. And he started freaking out on us. And they ended up grabbing it and taking it, putting it into it a special thing and taking it away. Um <coughs> So I think that would be... You can't, you can't take her. Munition specialists can be such a buzzkill. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so that was Superstition last year um, yeah. where we were doing the cleanup there. Um, the coolest thing that I think that I found was like a 1930s um, beer can. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it like they... And didn't you just go out and you and, and San Diego Off-Road Coalition hang how many signs to tell people... Not to walk into the bomb range. Yes, we did. We just went in. What and a put nice up a thing to of, do. Yes. So another kill. You the, know, you could see these people blowing up. It, it, it usually would be a lot of fun. Kind of messy. It's absolutely amazing to go out and go camping at the dip at Superstition up against the bombing range, not in the bombing range, but to watch them at night when they do their training rounds there because oh. they come through and they drop through the military, they do military helicopters. They'll drop guys down and, and do targets war. and then they, yeah, they're playing war and then they have lit up tracer rounds so you can see the tracer rounds at night as they're shooting them through and going through. It's so fun. Well, I've been, I've been out there when the, uh, the F-18s buzz the, the, the Jeeps mm-hmm. out there. That's kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. I guess they're coming from El, El Centro. El Centro, yeah. yeah. Well, the there's per- supposedly the a ridge that you can sit on and they yeah. fly through this valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, they, they I, just I, took, a, the people were collecting a whole bunch of the bombs and setting them up on the ridge <laughs> and it was called Bomber's Hill. Yeah. And they flew, they fly right down between. In the gulch. Now, they say that they don't come that close. They say that they can't come within 300 feet of the ground, but I I don't I believe it. I believe that they test their limits and their abilities, Within and that's what they're there doing. Ever three hundred feet? I've definitely seen them below three hundred feet. Right? One hundred percent. I was I was debating and arguing. With so them. so three hundred feet is a thirty story building, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've seen them oh, lower yeah. than that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they totally go way below that. And like they don't have a piece of equipment on an airplane that tells them exactly how low they went. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> an altimeter? I'm well, sure they, they got something on you there. Think they have so. one of those on an airplane? Oh, absolutely. I bet you. Because, I mean, you're giving these things to 20-year-olds. Yeah, well. You know, I mean, it's not like the guy's got a lot of training. Here you go, kid. Get out there. I think technically they're 22, Dave. Well, they could be 22. <laughs> but uh, huge difference. But what a time of the year to give yeah. somebody. I didn't just, they just realized that. They're like 22 when they're going through flight school. That's my they point. Are. Oh, that's they scary. They were a couple youngins, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine going through flight school no. at 22? No. No, yeah. me either. Being in control of a billion-dollar... I that, what, that could kill you? Yeah. yeah. I don't want anybody under 30 like p- 
packing my groceries, let alone flying an F-18. I mean, jeez. Okay, you're too judgmental. All right, yeah. a little judgmental. Okay. You are too judgmental. You're too it happens right towards now. the end Calm of the day. Down. Towards the end of the show, he I'm starts turn, it. I'm yeah. turn, <laughs> just get a little hangry. Yeah, he sits in, yeah there, there's that, too. I want to give a shout-out over here. I just got to meet, meet the range master for the South Bay Rod and Gun Club. Yeah. I lived up there for a long time. I actually, that was my gun club, was the South Bay Rod and Gun Club. I got to be a range master there back in the day. Um, I don't even know you were a range master years ago and so i bow down to her the thank you for Hold everything that you do she's being and smirk yeah i give no, her a I nice take- little compliment because she never that's got to be in your bio you know i mean you need a signature like i've got on my email your signature is Bad unreal i have never seen anything like it longer than your arm and but the slogan at the bottom is the best i haven't gotten that far try it you'll like it <laughs> Um, but but you're the range master up at uh, Lemon Grove, so yeah, you're South the, Bay. Yeah, I'm South, on, I'm, South Bay. I'm on the board, um, and uh, I'm also so other is. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Uh-oh. What is the result of uh, this? The county or the city was trying to get you guys to put a well in or do something with your mm. well water. Oh, that's a good that's, question. That uh, happened a while ago. I actually did a KUSI segment. Oh wow! On that, I don't know if I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to divulge on that. To be oh, honest, it's still it's, in the works. It's in the works. It, there are plans to build it. There's there's things. But who's in place. paying for it? Um, blasting has been done. Um, because it was they were expecting you guys to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like she's allowed to really. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, okay. I, I was just because, but see, my memory's not as bad mm-hmm. as you thought. For now, when you go out there, you should probably bring your own Gatorade. For yeah. now, when you idea. go out there, throw a $20 donation because if you're out there shooting, you have the ability to support them. I don't want right. to see them close down. I've been going there for over 20 years of my life, and so, and I She's would only love 21. to keep it. Yeah. I would love to make sure it stays open. So if there is an issue, because I didn't realize that there was an issue going on right now, you better throw down an extra 20 bucks. It's water. They have something in the water table. Man, she's intense, Dave. I know. That's why she sits <laughs> way like, over there, and I sit way man. over here. Oh no no! You get her. Why? After listening to this one time on KUSI, you would not think to myself, "This might be a radio show." <laughs> but how long? What are we doing it now? Three years. Three years. Yeah. Three years. I've been but on. man, the first time I got her on TV, you just stood back because she would go. Man, she would have a ten-minute dissertation done in thirteen seconds, and you knew everything there was to know about the event, how where we're going to go, and how you. I mean. Going, okay, I they had, couldn't cut in and cut me. No, off. I couldn't cut in. I, I had no <laughs> idea how to stop her. My She's like a runaway train. I got two job offers from that. Yeah, interview. she did. She did. But man, she was. But it was her first time. And I, so I inadvertently said, "We've only got three to four minutes," and that just set her off. Because man, she got it all in. And then when she got done, everybody just their jaws kind of dropped. And then I went around and talked to the other people. But now, and that's what started this whole insanity. Well, thank you for doing what you guys do. You guys are thank a really you. great organization. Well, that's why, like I said, putting you two guys together. What did I do? It's so going to be beneficial. You guys had a run. Do you guys do that poker run? Is that you guys? Mm-hmm. It, yes. Out at yeah, right. Yes, I we f- do a poker run. We you, we did the first ten years was in Ocotillo Wells, but since then we are on our seventeenth year now. We're in Superstition. Yeah, we need to get San Diego County gun owners. To sponsor a checkpoint, mm, possibly oh. at Lost I the checkpoint open right now. That, which yes. maybe which, that's which why one? I'm saying that. Yes, out at Lost. It's no, so no. Much, which checkpoint? 
Uh, checkpoints are currently not assigned. Okay. So it depends on what game you're bringing out and what how accessible you need to be. So if you're only bringing two-wheel drives and you don't have a four-wheel drive, I'm not, obviously not going to put you where you can't get. No, I, I have a four-wheel drive. <laughs> but what you're going to do, you, you ever, you ever sponsor? It doesn't know. work, but yeah. it's, yeah. it's got four-wheel drive. Do you ever sponsor, you ever sponsor <laughs> a checkpoint? No, but well, I, I went and did it. it was, no, I know. Yeah. Oh, you've done talk, it. Yeah, talk, 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 talk about it. It's a, you, you go to, you do a run, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like there's like hard, really hard, and don't do this unless you're crazy, right? right. Yes. Right. Right. I don't know forget the exact designations. Yes. Well, they're just the green and the red routes. So the green route is an easy route, and and it's for newbies. We encourage newbies. If you're new to it, you've never been out before, come out, experience it, bring your family. It's a good event. How hard is the hard one? It depends who sets it up. Yeah. So this year it's going to be, it's more sand because more sand's blown over there. So Mm. what would have been more rock incorporated with sand is Mm going to have a lot of sand this year. So if you're not good at driving sand, it's going to be very, very difficult. I must have done the easy one then. It was me and a buddy and we both had our- Wasn't it going up that driveway? Our lady friend with us. (laughs) With a little bit of sand on it. Exactly. You even put your hat on and everything for that It was was just a Walmart parking lot. (laughs) But it was real sandy. (laughs) It was down by the beach. And there was no parking. I had to walk all the way across the parking lot. It was really- hard <laughs> there's nothing worse than that it's hot day all right we got to take a quick break gun owners radio fm 96 1 am Folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, attention, California residents. Gun laws are changing across the country. The recent SCOTUS ruling affirms your right to carry a concealed firearm. So now, more than ever, it's official. You know your California gun laws. That's why the U.S. Concealed Carry Association exists, to help responsible Americans up to date with educating and training. Visit uscca.com slash G-O-R to learn a whole lot more about California gun laws and getting your concealed carry permit. That's uscca.com slash G-O-R for the most up-to-date California gun law information. Act now. Favorite segment coming up. It's everybody's favorite segment. It's Stump My Nephew. Uh, My nephew, who's extremely good at firearms trivia, Uh, he... uh, doesn't get the question in advance. Uh, if you write us, uh, email us, whatever, send us a question. We use it on the air. You get a hat or a shirt. If we stump my nephew, which rarely happens, then we'll give you something special, which we don't have picked out currently. But if you end up stumping him, we'll uh, we'll give you something really, really cool. It used to be uh, gun prom tickets. I don't know. Maybe that's what it'll be. But it'll be something cool. All right. Sam, you there? How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Not bad. Can't complain. All right. Good. Are you, you ready for this week's question? I hope so. All right, you ready to read it, Jackson? Right. Yep. Go for it. So. Who sent that in? Um, wait. We got to get on the right page. There you go. Okay. So, Young from Sacramento asks, what is the official firearm of Utah? Young from Sacramento. Thanks very much for writing in. Uh, sorry you have to live in Sacramento, but it's a it's a 
It's an attractive <laughs> town. I'll give it that. Um, now, uh, the official firearm of Utah, I don't think I've heard this one per se, but I'm inclined to say it's the 1911 because John Moses Browning himself was from Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, what do you think of that? I knew it. I knew he'd get it. Well, you knew I knew he'd, he'd get it, get it or you knew I, the oh, answer? I, Both. She said she would have guessed it. I would have guessed it. Yeah. But I I actually honestly am surprised that he didn't know it. I thought he would full on know it, but I'm not surprised he guessed it without you know, if he yeah. didn't know that he was able to, to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. What made you think of that particular weapon? Well, that's probably John Browning's most famous design, oh, even gotcha. though he he invented so many other guns out there. Um, he was such a prolific inventor, but you know everyone associates him with the 1911. It's an American classic, so why and, not? And Utah just honored him. That's basically what well. That you was. knew you, and you sounds like you knew uh, John Browning was from Utah. Yeah, he was from Utah. Um, he was the son of a Mormon farmer family. Um, he built his first firearm when he was, I think, I don't know, twelve or fourteen or something like that. He built a rifle. And it was all kind of downhill from there. Um, he became, uh, you know, a, a legend in 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 firearm circles. I, I think it's really difficult to, to overstate just how many important designs he came up with. Like most of the most of the semi-automatic pistols out there today on store shelves still use a Browning tilting barrel short recoil system of operation. Yeah, we know. We know. Come on. Now. Okay, so it says here John Browning desired. I didn't the- know. Oh, you didn't know I that. I didn't know. Right. John Browning. That's why the more you know. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. John Browning, designer of the 1911, was born and raised in Utah. In 2011, as a way of honoring Browning, Utah declared the Browning M1911 the official firearm of the state. Hey, we just had a listener uh, write in. He wants to know um, if you have any experience with Springfield's new prodigy. Um, no, I don't. You know, it's kind of funny to hear that asked over the radio because whenever any new gun is announced, people immediately come into the store or they call in asking if we have it as though it's it's like a, a video game console or something that we get at, in advance, <laughs> which we don't. We have to wait. Um, so it's 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 just, I don't know, kind of funny to, to hear that asked in, in such a medium. But uh, no, we have not gotten them at, gotten them yet. They're on order. But we 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 gotta wait. We're I have a, a feeling. I have a feeling you'll be the first to tell everybody that you have them in stock. What do you want to bet? Stock. I get it. Get it. I, I do get it. The prodigy. <laughs> I think it's a pistol though. It doesn't have a stock, Dave. It could. It's a real it, fire starter. People, the prodigy. All right, my friend. People call the grips the stocks. No, that's true. Hey, you know, by, you're right about yeah, that. Yeah. By the way, do you get you listen to the shows periodically? Uh, sometimes. Why do you ask? Well, we just did. Uh, uh, we just did a uh, a review on a fifty cal. Five hundred. That's five hundred. Yeah. Smith and Wesson. Five hundred. Alicia did it. So if you want to hear a good review, take a listen. There you go. That's a cool one. We actually do have one of those at the shop. <sighs> how long? With how long is the barrel? Uh, it's it's the long one, like twelve inches or whatever. Yeah, ten and a half. I think is what it is. Yep. Yeah. I well, uh, my wife's cousin bought it for display only. <laughs> so and I said, there is no way on this earth you're gonna just buy that. I'm just you take go, you go down and see Alicia. You get some bullets, you stick it in the hole, and you hit something with it. And he did really it. well. Yeah, I know, but it scared the living you know what out of him. But that's another story. All right, buddy. 
Hey, wait. What are you selling your gun for? What? What, what are you selling the 500 for? Oh, I, man, I don't remember off the top of my head. Stumped him. I stumped him. I stumped him. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. All right. Ask Michael to ask me. We'll do that. All right. Right here. Cool. All right. All right. So we have big news. San Diego County Gun Owners is going to release their voter guide this Thursday. So if you are not on our mailing list, go to San Diego County Gun Owners dot com or SDCGO.org. Sign up to become a member and that'll get you on our mailing list. You can get on the mailing list for free, but. Why would you want to be a uh, uh, you know a freeloader like that? Why not uh, become a member, support the cause, help us get good people elected? SDCGO.org. And we're have a whole list of people, uh, county board, sheriff, city council, mayor, and some school board folks are, are appearing on right. our voter guide. And we're going to have a lot of activities to distribute uh, literally thousands of voter guides uh, this, uh, this election season. And uh, so check it out. And Heather from Orange County Gun Owners, <laughs> tell us what uh, you guys are coming up with the voter guide as well, right? Yeah, our um, board meeting is on the 12th, so we're going to be voting on the endorsement. So we've got, I think we've got about 35 questionnaires back, which nice. is fantastic. Um, I've been talking to the candidates and everything, so we're going to go through that, get, get them voted, and then get our voter guide out probably like a week later. Nice. City council, mayor. Get any school board or what do you got? Yeah, we got city councils, mayors, um, school boards. Um, I think the sheriff was already decided because yeah. he ran unopposed. Right. Go, go Barnes. There you go. <laughs> He's a good sheriff, right? Yep. Yep. And we've got um, we've got a supervisor. I'm trying to get a hold of to just make sure. I I already have a feeling, but yeah. I want to talk to him in person first. So. Yep. Yep. Vet him out. Yep. Him or her, whoever it is. Yep. 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 That's awesome. Can't tell you how much I appreciate all the work that you guys are doing up in Orange County. Um, how's it going up there? You've been the full-time executive director for a couple months now. Yeah. Been involved for a long time, but you're, you're the full-time executive director. And how's, how's the organization growing in the last couple months? Um, it's grown quite a bit. Uh, we've grown by, oh God, well, since Gun Prom too, I think it's, we've grown by like 80 plus members. So yeah. yep. um, we just got two new challenge members and a tin ring um this week so congratulations yeah. wow very good very active board you guys have tabletops and shooting socials you guys just had a shooting social didn't you yep we had it on the 27th we had 10 well, it was 12 partic- participants but only 10 um two of them didn't show up that day but we had a full house of mentors so it was really good we had five lady shooters that had never shot before never picked up a gun and so by the end of it there was one that was really really nervous we all she was worried about the recoil and we all like probably three or four of us just shot it for her so she could see and then she had a, we had a 22 for her and she finally shot the 22 and she just stopped she's like wait did i shoot it did it go <laughs> off and we're like yes and then after that she just filled that target she had wow. such a good time i got her she's got this big grin ear to ear on a, on a picture i got of her so so if you're anywhere near orange county go to what's the website uh it's www.ocgunowners.com and then you, you're on Instagram and... and uh, um, uh, Facebook as well, yeah. Facebook, it's OC uh, Gun Owners as well. Nice. Yeah. Yep. And when's your monthly meeting? It's the fourth week, right? The Wednesday, every fourth Wednesday. So our CCW sem- seminars every fourth Monday at 7, and then the meetings every fourth Wednesday at... It starts at 6. We have pizza. Everybody always gets uh, excited about that. Um, and then we start the meeting at 6.30, so... Where do you meet? 
Um, it, it's very it varies throughout Orange County. I've been trying to get more because we, we were meeting at a lot of restaurants, right, and right. I'm trying to get more to a specific businesses so people can see what's out there in Orange County. Yeah, so. and not be distracted from a restaurant point of view. You know, if you can get into the back room of a conference hall or someplace where you know, people have a nice yeah. Exactly, it's a little quieter to start talk, asking so. all your members. See what they come up with any suggestions. You never know. What. Yep, exactly. Our, our monthly meeting here this month is, um, it was actually one of our board members, Evan, he went to Top Gun training and they have a, like a warehouse that oh. they do their classroom training in. They shoot up in San Bernardino, sure. but they actually um, have that space for us. And he also does like security and um, like okay. violence in the workplace. Gotcha. So, yeah. See that to get her started, you can't, you know, she won't stop I'm either. chatty. All of a sudden <laughs> she goes for an hour away. and 45 minutes. That's and why she's quiet. That's why I put her at the end. Is that why you did that? <laughs> You're like, hard cut off, Heather. Hard cut. <laughs> hey, folks, help us out. Subscribe to our show. Give us a five-star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. And do me a favor. Stop by our advertisers if you have an opportunity, like San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire. You need to join one or all of them. I don't care. Dylan Law Group if you get in trouble. PRMI Mortgage if you want to leave. Sage Tree Digital Marketing, if you want a really good website. Leo Hamill Fine Jewelry, if you want to make somebody in the family happy. San Diego Flight Training International, just because you can. And U.S. Concealed Carry Association. And a big shout out to Michael Schwartz, Alicia Curtin, uh, Sam the Gunman, Brendan Thomas, and our special guest today, Audrey Mason. Bob Siegel might be in the wings. Stay tuned. I did see some smoke in the hallway. Yeah, and Heather Hawk from Orange County Gun. Oh, yes, Heather Hawk from Orange. It's not on the paperwork. It's not on the paperwork? I'm not saying it. <laughs> this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.